America, the land of the free, is shooting up with pure energy. And every day she has to take more speed. America, the home of the brave, is popping pills to keep up the pace. And every day she cries out for more speed. From New York out to L.A. Welcome back, Golden Globus Theater. Starting off terrible two months, and the only way you can start a terrible two month is by introducing a third. Murray, who do we got with us today? We got a guy. He's been away for far too long. I I assumed where he's living at it's like thirty days later. So I was like worried about him. I finally got in touch with him. I mean, we we haven't heard any word from him since COVID. So exactly, I thought he was a goner. I thought he was just like cannibalizing people turns out he's at home and he's fine <laughs> all i had to do is reach out on twitter all you had to do is communicate with him over some kind of internet of course i'm talking about our buddy Stuart. Stuart, how are hey, you doing i am doing all right i've not got to the point where i'm cannibalizing anybody my hair's getting longer and i've pretty much not left the house in five months but i'm all good because my internet signal is top notch so i'm very happy that's what counts top notch right. internet yes I was going to say you probably are doing better than us, but I think you guys have an idiot leader too. So, oh, um, yeah. yeah, we sure do. Yeah, a blonde haired, lunatic, moronic leader. And then at we least, go on to, yeah. At least his blonde hair looks natural. Like but ours. he always looks like he just woke up. Like his yeah. hair's always like tasseled. Because he, yeah. he has. Because <laughs> he has woke up. We, we went from in the UK, it's like you've got to stay at home, wash your hands. Don't speak to anybody. Don't even look at anybody. Stay, stay safe because there's a virus out there. And then we woke up the day after. He's like, "I'll be lucky." What? Oh, can we? Have we got to stay at home? Nah, I'll be right. Just go out. You can go out now. It's fine. What about the virus? What virus? The one you told us to stay at home because it was like killing people and stuff. He's like, oh, "It's made up. It's fine. Go back to school." Just... But I don't go to school. Well, you should maybe start doing. But I'm too old to go to school. Well, you go somewhere then. Just go out. Go and hug people. Go and hug strangers. Jeez, Go find no. a movie theater, cough on each other, do it all. Do it all. Yeah, and he, he got COVID, didn't he? Isn't he suffering from it right he, now? He did, yeah. He caught COVID. And everybody's like, how, how can we listen to him when he caught COVID? It's like, well, you don't know how. That's the whole point. It's a disease. Stay at home. I was on the bus the other day, and there was a woman. We've all got to wear masks on buses now. I don't yeah. know what it's like that in the US. You've got to wear one. We were sitting on the bus, and we saw a woman take her mask off to cough, and then she put her mask back on. We're like, this country <laughs> is screwed. Yeah. Well, and yet somehow we're doing worse. That's yeah, the sad part. That's of the it fascinating all. part. Is like uh, much of America, you know, we we're individuals. We tie our own bootstraps. <laughs> we drive our own cars, you know. So we we really don't have uh, much match. Uh, mass transportation buses that sort of thing especially where me and murray live so we're driving on cars but you know we have grocery stores where you have the person who does pretty much exactly that or they'll have the mask around their chin 
Yeah, that's the thing. Be... That's the new yeah. fashion, isn't it? Let's just put a yeah. mask around her wrist. Yeah, exactly. I have the mask on. It's like no. You can't tell covered. me what to do. Yeah, I don't oh. have to wear a mask. Oh, for oh. God's sake! Punch. Oh. Yeah. It's like for the first time, we're actually allowed to look like a ninja, and people are just going, fuck it, no. I don't I, want anything to do with it. I got my bandana. I go around looking like a fucking old-timey uh, you know, bandit. I love it. I'm getting my 10-gallon mm-hmm. hat. I'm going complete Western wear because our weather is quickly declining here. In the next week, we're going to be down in the 70s and 60s. Good. So I'm going complete Western wear. Got to get boot spurs and everything. You start wearing like buckskins. And- yeah. Get, get that fringe jacket like Stigall has. You know, this uh, last weekend I was out in the country and uh, my sister saw a garage sale that she wanted to pull up to. And so, you know, being around here, we're all used to wearing masks. They got out of the garage sale with their masks on and the people were like, we thought you were robbing us. <laughs> wow. So. Nice. Oh, oh my God. The world's fucking going True. to hell in a basket. Yeah. Would you say it's going there fast? It's going too fast. Maybe around 18 knots. <laughs> is that the equivalent of 55 miles an hour? It has to be. That's one hell of a speed, isn't it? Uh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I will say, speed one, which uh, one of us has not seen at all. No, I had, I had never seen a speed movie at all before you decided for us to do this yeah so Stuart, you have probably have the best recollection of it can you sum it up in about 35 words or less <laughs> yes yeah, so there's, there's a bomb on a bus if it drops below 55 miles an hour it's going to go bang bang and there's lots of people on the bus including sandra bullock who we like and including uh, cameron from ferris bueller's day off he's on the bus as well oh nice and it's a great well, film is uh, I saw that Dennis Hopper was the villain of that. Is he as good as William Defoe is in uh, Speed Two? No, he's not as good as Willem Defoe. He's miles better than Willem Defoe. Although his hair oh. isn't as good as Willem Defoe's. Yeah, Defoe's hair and his his look. Watching this movie, I'm like, why was this guy? There's been a million people playing the Joker. Why the fuck isn't Willem <laughs> Defoe play the Joker yet? I'll just, he doesn't need any prosthetics. I agree. Just put white shit on his face. You got the Joker. I loved him. He was insane looking in this movie. Yeah. And he, and he has leeches. Yes. yes. Oh, his whole background, fascinating. I was loving it. Every scene he was in, I was like edge of my seat, except the end there. Then I was getting kind of bored. Uh, yeah, it, but, it went on, like like most shit nowadays, it yeah. went on a little too long. Yeah, uh, two, hours, two hours and five minutes too long. Oh, yes. Jesus. When I saw that, Griff, when I like turned it up on the computer, I was like, God fucking damn i gotta sit two hours and fucking <laughs> give me a 90 minute fucking movie i think all of terrible two months gonna be like that i think we're gonna be stuck with a lot of two-hour movies mm, yes what you terrible two trailers just watch the trailer <laughs> we're not, no we're not gonna cheat our audience yeah they expect us to you got it you gotta do it yeah yeah <laughs> The the pain is what gets us through this, you know. That's what motivates us to do it. So you got to have well, the pain. Well, show you how movie. much I don't know about this series. I was like, my God, I was going to turn it on. Like, wait, Keanu Reeves isn't in this fucking movie. I didn't fucking <laughs> well, know. I, saw you I saw you put that tweet out, and I'm like, what? And then I quickly realized you were being serious. You genuinely thought yeah. Keanu was going to be in it. 
So one person was smart, you know, in this scenario. Keanu, he's like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Now, from what I read, of course, we do our crack research we do. We scan over IMDb. Yes, maybe Wikipedia. I heard that this was originally going to be the third Die Hard story. And then they're like, no, we're not doing that. And they're like, well, fucking make it into a speed sequel. Huh. I don't know how John McClane's going to wind up on a boat. I don't know. Maybe he's going to like try to get back with his wife because that seems to be every fucking Die Hard movie. I that seems perfect. He bumps into his wife. I have two tickets to the Caribbean, just like this movie did, <laughs> just with a bald guy instead of a guy with balding hair. So, like we said, that uh, Keanu was like, "No, I'm I'm going to go tour with my band Dog Star." I don't. Oh, is that what he did? That's what they. No, no. no. He, he actually went off to do Devil's Advocate. Oh, and and tour with the dog star. So you know, you were both were both right. Oh, okay, he was doing both things. Okay, another Keanu movie I've never seen. Oh, you know what? That's ninety. I was gonna say he had the Matrix right around then too. So yeah, it was so like that, that that probably saved his career because I think he was kind of on the downslope by then. And then Matrix right back. Up. Just when oh. you think you got rid of Keanu, he comes right well, back. Same with like John Wick. We thought it's he was like walking. Up. It's like COVID, isn't it? You think, well, that's yeah. that dog. Oh, shit, he's <laughs> back again. We got to flatten the Keanu. <laughs> yeah, but he's back again with Bill and Ted. Oh it's just, God. right back up. Internet loves Keanu, and I—I I mean, he seems like a really nice dude. Why? Well, like I said, I—he's I, not against to me. I have nothing personal yeah. against Keanu. Just never I just, cared. Yeah, yeah, he just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Kind of like this movie we're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it doesn't have Keanu in it. <laughs> does now, not. I do have to ask one other question about Speed One, and is it's um, again? I haven't seen this since Speed One since I was like twelve. Uh, is Sandra Bullock hilarious in that one too? Because she is a she is a riot in this movie. She she had me in stitches. That's what got she. Yeah, she's kind of a little bit drier in Speed One because that back then nobody really knew who Sandra Bullock was. She'd done that in Demolition Man, and that was the one where like, hey, look, Sandra Bullock, she's great. Let's put oh, a movie. Okay. So she was. She, her role was slightly, basically in the first one, she just drives the bus, that's it, but she can't drive. <laughs> and in the second one, she's trying to pass the test and crashing into everything, so that's that. So, Dreyer comes out yeah. in this movie doing the driving test, hilarious, fucking giving the, the, the tester a panic attack. Okay, okay. I think that's all that we really need to be caught up on one. This had a great cast. I mean, I think Jason Patrick's good. He's not awful. And Sandra Bullock is doing her Sandra Bullock thing. And Willem Dafoe is great. Yeah. We got Django Fett from fucking Star Wars in it. I thought I recognized him. That's who, uh, what was his name? Mercy. Mercy. No, it was Giuliano. Oh, he was Giuliano. Oh, his son in the second Star Wars movie looked like Mercy. He had that long, bushy, curly hair, so... I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know. Let's you know. Let's rip the bandaid off and get this over with. Yeah. Glad to have you here, Stuart. I'm sad we're talking about sorry, this movie. Let's rip the leeches off. Rip More the topical. Leeches off. <laughs> and let's uh, let's get to that trailer for Speed Two. Your boyfriend drive like this. Oh, Alex, no. So completely different. You are officially on vacation. I was gonna surprise you tonight, but uh, it's a cruise. Caribbean. 
Since we last saw Annie, some things have changed. This almost seems too perfect, doesn't it? Some things. Want me to step on your feet? Haven't. Never leaving the house again. Now they can't change course. Seems odd. Yes, it is odd. They're abandoning ship in the middle of the night. They can't stop. Melly PD. What? Somebody find the captain. And they can't. The captain is dead. Get off. Who is running the ship? Oh yeah. I am. A position charges throughout the ship. Where is he? It's everywhere. <laughs> situations in this, a panicking does not help, trust me. I know who you are. I know you too. How are you gonna stop me now, my friend? <laughs> that was odd. What kind of cop are you? You're gonna get us all killed! This summer, he's taking us right into an oil tanker. Man! If you didn't catch the bus... Let's bust the transmission like a car, because I've done that. You won't want to miss... Annie! The boat. We're gonna crash! You gotta stop the ship! You slowed it down. But you're not gonna stop her. Speed 2. Cruise Control. All right, welcome back. Great trailer. I'm sure there's lots of explosions in there. Cause probably five minutes long. Probably five minutes. It would be twice the length as uh, appropriate, just like this movie. I mean, they could have cut out, shrunk, shrunk down a lot of action scenes, made it a little more palatable. We already know the perfect length of an action movie. It's 90 minutes. Exactly. Once you start going over that, you, you've, you've pretty much ruined it. You're, you're wearing out your welcome. Yeah. It's oh, like, oh, oh, what was that? A text message. Uh, Michael Bay says, fuck off. Three hours. <laughs> Oh, okay. You mean the guy who ruined action movies? Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was good when he was like getting the coffees for the people doing the work. The only know? thing I'll give it to him is he's from here and he does a lot of filming around here. That's true. Then he, yeah, yeah, yeah. But aside from that, go fuck yourself, Michael. Go Bay. fuck yourself. Oh. So, uh, well, this movie, it's got to start off with a lot of speed. So we got a nice car chase, motorcycle chase. Right. It's like James Bond. You got to start off with the action right from the get-go. Yeah, you got to get your heartbeats going, you know, get right. get the asses in the seats, you know, get them all ready, popcorn flying, everything. So motorcycle chasing, and uh, we we need to know how much of a badass our action star is. So we cut to the cops who are just off nowhere. We don't know where anyone is at this point. We just know they're by some cliffs. And they radio in to Alex. Hey, man. I think it was the same road from One Man Forest that John Matuzak was driving along. I think it was, too. Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. It just looked better because John Matu- uh, One Man Forest was so grainy, and this one's obviously in beautiful HD. Right. I'll um, give it that. It's yes. really beautiful looks, looking. Yeah, it looks fine. Looks nice. good. You really get to see the leeches. Um, <clears throat> but you have the captain like radio in to Alex, and classic line from every action movie, do it. By the books, Alex. So we know this is our stuff. So we already know. We, we don't need any more information on Alex. We know he's the prototypical action hero. Yeah. He but but what you've shit. got, anybody viewing that film, I mean, firstly, the, the captain is also from Speed 1, so he's making a little cameo. He's the he's in the first movie. But you've got people watching that film going, that's not Keanu Reeves. Why is <laughs> Keanu Reeves not in the film? Let me go. Let me go check the poster. 
because I'm pretty sure. Where is he? What's going on? Who's this guy? I'm not sounding so, so dumb after all, am I? Yeah, really. You're giving Murray an out here. <laughs> <laughs> so you're exactly right. Where the fuck? That's where's Keanu? That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, and I even knew that he wasn't in the movie at this time. I'm like, where's Keanu? All right. Well, we've got too much action happening right now. We need to calm everyone down. The the guys are all hot and heavy right now. They're they're fucking ready to go. They got a boners going everywhere. We got to get the ladies involved in this movie. Got to get them excited about something. So you introduce comedic uh, elements of Sandra Bullock. In her usual adorable character that we all have come to love. Yeah. Wasn't this the character she played in Miss Congeniality? Murray, it's, that's one of your favorites, it's, right? It's my favorite Sandy movie. Uh, <laughs> You're on- <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is every character she plays is basically this yeah. character. Which, hey, man, you know, there's people that. You know, I'm a fan. Chuck of- played the same character in every fucking movie he ever yeah, did. He did. So, yeah, she's doing her driving. I guess apparently, like I said, I never saw the first one, so I'm lost a little bit. But apparently she can't drive. That's her big thing. Yeah. Yeah. She she took over the bus in the first one, and she'd lost her license because of traffic problems. So she kept crashing the bus into things, which obviously added to genuine tension in the first speed. So we then come back into the second one. It's like, oh, look, you're going through your driving test, and you still can't drive. So there you go. You're all caught up with that now. We I like get a little you... cameo by Tim Conway, comedic legend, Dwarf on Golf. Have you ever seen the Dwarf series, Griff? Dwarf. I like just the name of that. <laughs> it, was the, it was the least funniest thing. His, it was, the shtick was he was like a midget. So he'd be like his feet would be like in the ground, like his knees would be where his yeah, feet. Yeah. And it was, it was the worst. But they, they kind of people that go to Branson would fucking love. Yeah. Dwarf. <laughs> But yeah, he's a very unfunny comedy legend, and he's the driver instructor, and he's getting all, oh my god, watch out! Oh. Yeah, he can barely even write on a uh, clipboard to mark off the X's and everything from her messing and up. And she is also giving us some exposition. She's just, just like... I like how they did this. I, I think they did a great job. There's a little nice detail they added here. Like, what was nice as well is the guy... So basically what you just said is the driving instructor could not write anything, just yeah. like the script writer for Speed 2. <laughs> He was probably yeah, writing the script as the movie was filming. <laughs> He's writing his own lines and shit. He's like... Because if if you look at that on a 4K TV and you can see the reflection in, in the back of the car, it actually says that he's writing, please, Keanu, please come back. Please. <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> yeah. We just started the movie. Come on. <laughs> So, yeah, so she's revealing she's dating this cop. He's a great guy. Didn't work out, I guess, with Keanu's character. Well, yeah, because he was LAPD SWAT, and he was out saving the world all the time, and she didn't like that. She wants a nice, calm, cool, collect beach cop. And that's what she Boy, she got a good taste in men. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so we've, we've, we've laughed all we can laugh. We've got some more action. Cut back to our man Alex chasing so, that U-Haul truck. There's oh yeah. boxes flying. Somehow the door comes unlatched. I don't know because it has to. Always boxes. He's doing like a video game thing where he's got to evade the boxes. Yeah, goes outside the guardrails. Driving on a fucking cliff face. Oh, it, it's it's going off the rails. And our U-Haul truck. Gets I like up- how you did that. Thank you. The U-Haul truck gets up the uh, curve uh, over those cliffs, and he can't see it, but. He's going to find out soon enough that he's about to run into a roadblock. So I don't know how he does this in a U-Haul. It's a two-lane road, one going either way. But he manages to fucking flip a bitch in the middle of that road. 
So he's a talented driver on like Sandra Bullock. I like this. Uh, like compared. Well, to on top of it, Sandra is like the cops are behind Sandra trying to get to this scene of this crime. Yeah. And she's like, bitch, just turn fucking over. There's like plenty of room. She's like, oh, I can't stop. Yeah. Now we know why she doesn't have a license. Women drivers. It's too fun. I like how they splice them back to pepper in jokes while our hearts are racing. It's a it's an interesting thing they're doing here. The U-Haul has turned it around and is now driving at our supposed hero, Alex, who is not Keanu. And it's uh, it's looking grim. It, like they're, you know, Alex bails on his bike. The dude in the U-Haul jumps out the side and they both happen to roll down the same hill. Yeah. And so he gets him. But as he's coming up the hill with the perp, that's when it just so happens that uh, I hate this, how convenient this is. Annie pulled her car over, which she happened to run into a cop car. So uh, our poor driving instructor is beside himself at this point. Right. And, they, and then she's like, Alex, what's, what's going on? She did not know. She thought he was a nice, simple beach guy. He's like, I thought you just helped old ladies cross the street. I thought you shot innocent black people, like normal cop stuff. Yeah. And he's just like, why do that? But I also, I'm on the Suicide Squad. Yeah. It's my partner, Harley Quinn. We do a lot of fun shit. So, for me and Murray, we're, we're not in relationships. We have no idea how you would pave this one over. Um, how, do, how, how do we get out of this situation if we're Alex? Oh, look at this. He sent me a message to keep chatting because he went, went away for 60 seconds. <laughs> All right, that was well, a perfect segue. I will. Uh, I will speak for Stuart Murray. <laughs> I'll speak with his, his chalky accent. Oh, day, Governor! I think they would go on a cruise, right? All right. That, yeah, that's what I would do. I've got two tickets to Paradise. Lady Money reference there. Tick on Lady Money. Thank you, Stuart. And I'll take the bird then. We get we get to some shagging on the boat. Oh, wow. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, man, Stuart, that was great. You, you fucking, did you write the script, Stuart? That's exactly what they do. Wow. It's, it, I, I, I'm surprised you knew it. Like, that must be something that's, uh, you know, common over there. Oh, yeah. British people love their cruises. Yes. One thing <laughs> I know about England, get me on a cruise ship. Oh. Uh... Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad Stuart's back. You didn't realize this, but we threw to you, and then I realized you were gone. So oh, Murray, no part of Stuart. You, they, will, they won't. They no won't one, recognize it. At yeah, all. yeah, I'll, I'll just edit like, this out. No one will know the difference. Yeah, you were the Stuart double. That's cool. <laughs> I did. So we've mended everything over with two tickets to paradise, and um, you know we're just we're not going to bother with any background or anything. We're just going to go right. No, they're to going that on. Boat. They're in L.A. They're going on a Caribbean tour. Yeah. Are, did they fly to Florida? Are they going through the Panama Canal? What's going on? They had to, but they had to save time. So they just cut away from all okay. that, which is fine. Yeah. That was the right thing I, to yes, do. I don't need any more footage added. Exactly. We. I mean, did you want the hilarious scene of Sandra Bullock and the, uh, the airport? Like, no, I would love them doing a cross-country drive. And she's like <laughs> doing crazy shit. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to hit a car. Yeah. And they're like the middle of Texas or something. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, but uh, I, I like how they introduce the boat because as the Pacific they're walking Princess, out, of course, we know the love boat. Yep, we get we get a nice little tour of the boat. We're walking around, and then uh, we just happen to cross paths with that 
you, you well, we, first people. we meet Dante, who I thought was going to be the oh, wisecracking really? black guy, and yeah. he kind of was, but they didn't really u- utilize him as much as I thought they were going to. Yeah. I can't imagine he's making any of our sidekick or unsung hero type <laughs> lists because I, I thought he, like you said, I thought he was going to pop in more. He, he just, he really didn't. But I like this. We get our big uh, Giga reveal, Geiger reveal. Uh, how'd you feel about this Geiger reveal, Stuart? Uh, well, I knew he was in it anyway. So that, that I'd seen this film twice in my lifetime once, thankfully, this week. But I like the fall. I would watch pretty much anything that's got Willem Dafoe in it because he's cool. So I'm all right with yeah. that reveal. I just, I he love was, when uh, he was originally supposed to be Gary Oldman, by the way. Really? Hmm. Would he have yeah. had the flowing locks? Though? A lot of Gary Oldman mentions by yeah. actors in this movie are not showing up. Yeah. I guess they probably. <laughs> yeah. Gave fact, Sandra... Go ahead. Yeah, Sandra Bullock did it because she wanted the money to make Hope Floats, which is not a good film at all. So she was not doing very well. She'd she'd ridden the heights of Speed and Demolition Man, and then just sort of nosedived for quite a few years, I think, until Miss Miss Congeniality, and that kind of brought her back up again. But you know, Keanu went no, Gary Oldman went no. Originally, and I am not even kidding, they wanted or they thought about having John Bon Jovi as the main, you know, as Alex, and then Christian Slater. Christian Slater would have worked because he'd have broken Arrow, so that could potentially have worked as a bit of casting. But can't really see Sandra Bullock dating Christian Slater, can you? Yeah, <laughs> he looks like her little brother or something. Mm. Uh, yeah. So Geiger, he's a golf enthusiast. He's like, where are my where are my golf clubs, sir? Is, we'll is he though? Is he a golf <laughs> I mean, from that reveal, I can mm. already sense the evil presence. I mean, well, it's Willem Dafoe. I mean, he, he looks like the Joker for fun. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> he just smiles at you, and you're like, "Oh my god, don't Ooh. kill me!" So our 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 uh, couple they get chauffeured to their room, and they have you know a fun. Uh, what, I don't even know what they call them. Help, just taking them in there, and they're having they're cracking all kinds of jokes they get in the room and you know they're making dick jokes sandra bullock's just killing it she's like you're no Dolph lundgren don't worry Sight oh she's like matter. she's like got a joke for you you're angry alex you're gone policeman day cop goes into a, a doctor's office with a, with a duck on his head the doctor goes hey can i, can I help you and the duck goes you can get this guy off my ass <laughs> And all of our ears are bleeding. It's this man, John DeHart. He must have like punched up the script. He must have. And there was a script. <laughs> Interesting. The in between dick jokes, we see that our man Alex, he's got a ring. Yeah, he's gonna put a ring on it, like Beyonce wants us to. Yeah. And but and then she's like oblivious to it. And he's like, oh, he's like nervous. Like, should I? Shouldn't I? He's just about to. And she's like, hey, let's go party. Out on the deck, and he's like, "Okay," puts the puts the ring away. But we know what he's up to now. So we um, <clears throat> quickly move out of the little cabin, and we're going back out the dockside. We're gonna get tipsy, you know. Sandra is here to party. It's a booze cruise. It is a booze cruise, and I've been on a booze cruise when I was all of twenty years old. It was probably the worst three days of my life. It was boring as shit. I didn't give a hell about it. I had horrible nosebleeds. Not fun. What? Yeah. Nosebleeds. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Salty air or something. Apparently, I'm not supposed to be a seaman in my lifetime. 
Uh, so it is full of senior citizens. This boat, however, because it's speed too, is full of sexy. Your booze cruise is full of senior citizens. It's all senior citizens. It's the only people that go on those cruises, I think. Well, real cruises, but I was like, are you? Are we getting confused? Is your booze cruise had senior citizens on it? I mean, all cruises are booze cruises, are they not? I don't fucking. I don't. I'm never. I would never go on a cruise. And after watching this movie, I definitely will never go on a. Give cruise. it twenty years, and and when you start drinking, you're gonna be like, I got to get on that no, booze cruise. No, you won't see me on a cruise. But you're right. Everyone's like, wow, being in a boat is boring as fuck. We got to get trashed. We got to get wasted. And they're getting trashed, and like Sandra, she's like at the bar. She's just you no. Know, Geiger just happens to be there, yeah. totally ignoring this intense golf tournament going on in the background on TV. Yeah, which I, my my antennas are going up right then. Because I was like, "Wait, this guy loves golf." I learned that from the previous scene. Yeah, what's going on? And I, thankfully, Alex, the astute cop, is coming where I'm coming from. When she comes back, because he's he's like, "Hey, spent a lot of time with that Joker looking motherfucker." She's like, "Oh, he just said hi to him. What the fuck?" He's like. Yeah, you notice he's not watching that uh, golf tournament. It's very intense. Yeah. And I, she's uh, like, what? She's like, we're here to fucking party. Yeah, I thought she was going to do some eye acting here to relay, like, we're not here to be cop. You know, a cop, we're here to fucking party. Should be slaying slay my ass tonight. You know, pound, we should be pounding, going to pound town. They have the hugest fucking room, by the way. They got a cabin. He's on an LAPD fucking, you know. He's, he's corrupt if they've got a cabin that big. Thank you. That was yeah. the subtext I was going for. Take. He's, co- he's corrupt as well. Well, hey, man, game knows game, so he recognizes a fellow villain. Yeah. And just in case you're really retarded and don't obviously know that Willem Dafoe's a villain, we go back to Willem's uh, cabin. He's finally got those golf clubs he's looking for. Oh, They're not yeah. golf clubs, Griff. They're fucking bombs. Ooh, I, what? I, I love this reveal. Do you want you want to tell us everything he's got going on in his room here, Stuart? It, he's got laptops. He's got uh, little screw-on golf balls. And, you know, most people, when they're not feeling well, they take a paracetamol or an ibuprofen. They do not have fucking leeches and take them out and go, <laughs> Hello, baby. Oh, make daddy feel better. That's just, <laughs> you know, if, if you need any more of a sign that the guy's a whack job, then that's pretty much the sticking leeches to your body straight up old school dude he's doing it middle ages style he's fucking bleeding himself I... go to a pharmacy and get some like cough medicine or some <laughs> no, dude, he's all about what crystals and all about film. nature Have we learned anything well, from this show he is, not, he is not all about nature he uses bloody laptops and computer hacking so he needs to pick a side Alex. and go, I'm all for nature or I'm all for technology. Can't do both. <laughs> well, on these laptops, he has all the schematics of the ship. We're like, hmm, what's going on mm. here? Very strange. You should be watching a golf tournament right now. Should be. But lo and behold, he starts hacking into that boat. I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder, like, what's this guy's background? Leeches. He's, oh, he's tapping those jars. He's naming each and every one of them. A lot of creep happening here. William Defoe killing it. But um, you can't have too much of a good thing. And that's how you play up your villain perfectly. So we cut back to our drips. Alex. Having some dinner with some nobodies. While... Talking about fat guy talking about weight loss. Yeah. Get the fucking one-hit wonder band UB40 playing their tepid white boy reggae in the background. Oh, UB40. Good call. 
and uh, everyone's having a good time. We see that for some reason there's jewelry, millions of dollars of jewelry being shipped. They do this on cruises, man. This is part of the the whole show. We get a cameo from the secretary from Twin Peaks. Lucy, yeah, loved yes, it. And it's, it's like all this shit's going on. Alex, Alex has his eyes for a little underage girl. What? What the fuck? It spots the youngest girl in the world. Like that's creepy, isn't it? Was that just me looking at it going, if that was done nowadays, they'd be oven in my wrist? No, it would never be done today. No. Never. Like, I feel like there should have been a scene to explain why he's staring at this little girl. Because he's, he's so astute. He noticed, he's like, that girl's deaf. You know it. I've seen Cage. I've seen, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen enough Lou Ferrigno shit to know that girl's deaf. And he just starts signing to her. He's like, hey, babe, what's going on? What's your sign? <laughs> and she's responding. She's a dumb kid. She doesn't know any better. Okay. So she's kind of into it. It's like, wow, this older, mature man is showing interest in me. Meanwhile, his her dad's slut shaming her nonstop. Yeah. This yeah. is this is fucking weird. This is so He's weird. like, oh, you're wearing that tonight. Hmm. Constantly, yeah. Yeah. So uh Annie notices this. She's like, what? going on man i didn't know you were into that kind of shit yeah and he's like i'm i'm just she's deaf i'm talking to her he's like giggling inside because you don't know what i'm saying to her but i'm talking mm, she can't she got tell anybody hey. <laughs> exactly her name's drew she's a 14 year old kid parents brought her on this she can't booze so what's she gonna do yeah this was me when i was 20 on the booze cruise just bored out of my mind so he's just like, once again, he's going for that. They start, they constant, there's this constant thing about should they or shouldn't they get married? It's a constant running uh, uh, conversation. Yeah, it's, that's uh, probably the best tension in this movie. And Sandy's like, Annie, she's like, uh, I barely know you. I thought you were a fucking beach cop. They've been dating for seven months. And something tells me seven months is not the mark to propose. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know any better. No, I wouldn't either. And uh, so. He's like about to get the ring out. And she's like, oh, "I was getting married. That'd be crazy." And he's like, "Oh, puts it back." And then he's all of a sudden he has to vomit. All of a sudden he got a nosebleed. Like Griff, he's like, "I gotta fucking go." Yeah, I was confused. I thought he was like just trying to deflect or something. And then they actually go back to the room, and there's a vomit bucket, which they reveal. <laughs> he's like, "I shouldn't have fucking been chugging that fucking keg, man." Yeah, it 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 hits you later on in the day. So, yeah, he's just puking his guts up. She's loving it for some reason. She's just like, that's great. Have I somebody mean, take care yeah, of we're not. I, you see, the last time we had some couple shit going on, I tried to throw it to Stuart. Stuart's here this time. Stuart, I mean, this has got to be a thing, right? I mean, you got to you gotta nurse your man back to health. Do you know what? I mean, look at him. He doesn't need, like, his hair holding back or anything while he pukes up, does he? he I think he was just throwing up because he felt guilty about chatting up that child. <laughs> he got caught and realized so, yeah, he was he a demon. He's so. like, oh no, I need to get out of here because you know I'm going to get arrested again. And my parole's going to get revoked. And I'm just grossed out that he vomited all over the bed. And they didn't change the sheets. Like they're like they had two in- beds. You notice they had two twin beds, right? Why would they have that? I have no idea. Well, I guess they're not married. Oh, mm. this is like we're in the 1950s now, or right? Like, you know, he does wear his uh, sweat socks when he fucks. I do know that for a fact. Speaking of deep, <laughs> what's Geiger up to? He's planting them bombs, those golf bombs, baby, all over. He's like fucking, he's playing, he's getting ready for his Green Goblin role by putting all these pumpkin bombs everywhere. Good call. I forgot he was in Spider Man. 
And while that's going on, we see the captain and Django Fett. Captain, did you recognize the captain, Griff? That's, no. He was the pilot on Delta Force. He apparently only plays like the pilots <laughs> of big like, vessels. Big vessels, yeah. <laughs> When so, are we going to get Speed 3 and on a plane, and then he could be on the plane? So, uh, Willem puts on his fucking Nintendo Power Glove with this, like, little keypad thing on it. He starts hacking into that ship. And the the, the uh, Django Fett notices. He's like, Captain, we're, like, four degrees off. Like, the autopilot's on. We can't turn it off. What the fuck's going on? The captain's like, I don't fucking know. What am I, the captain? I got to go to a party. Oh, no, you're getting a little ahead of yourself there because he doesn't get that much control over the ship until he does his hilarious drunk act oh in onto the you're bridge. Right. Yeah, Sorry, I forgot that. So he, he wanders up onto the bridge, and it, it's a it's a hilarious scene. It's straight-up comedy. We've got Willem Dafoe. He's killing it in here. And while he's doing that, he's surreptitiously putting pumpkin bombs everywhere and a little transmitter. Yeah, he puts a little transmitter under. He's got golf balls just being placed everywhere, and no one's any wiser because he's like flipping all kinds of switches and shit great hand acting griff great great billy draco would tear would come to his eye so as he's walking back to his room he's listening in now so audience knows that he is he's got ears on the bridge he's good you know he can hear everything that's going on up there and uh this is again where we get some real creepy shit because he's not he's not just into the natural shit. He's into he's into the medical shit too. He's got pill bottles everywhere in his bathroom. He pops a bunch of pills and then, uh, yeah, I think he's, some of it speed. Yeah, I think some of it was speed. You got to be fucking high as shit to hack a computer this big. I think it's even high as shit to star in this film. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I come know. on, their, their budget was like a hundred and twenty million. So I think all the and twenty million of it was just the last scene. Yeah, yeah, they built this fucking little town. So, yeah, he's just like, come here, baby, puts those leeches on him, and he's just having a good old time. I love it. And the camera lingers on him, but it's not awkward because it's wonderful. It's Defoe just killing it. I loved it. Well, it's both awkward and wonderful. It's creepy. Not awkward. It's weepy. It's wonderfully creepy. I like it. Alex, next day, he's embarrassed. He just puked in front of his girlfriend. You know, that's embarrassing. Yeah. So he just bails. And does a little skeet shoot. We gotta gotta fill in our the blanks. We're like, oh yeah, this guy's a cop again, and he's badass with a gun. Yeah. Drew lovingly watching him while he's doing it. Yeah. Uh Annie wakes up, she's just like, What the fuck? I thought this was like a whole couple's thing we were gonna get together. What's he doing? Meet somebody. We have another thing. They have another long extended conversation about should we, should we not get married? Oh my God. He's wearing his nice Punisher shirt because he's one of those cops. Uh, it's so. Did you, did you not feel sorry for him though? Because it's like, you know, he gets up and he wants to go shoot skeets and Sandra Bullock's like, where were you? And he's like, look, I was just blowing my load off the side of the ship while that little deaf girl's watching me. <laughs> What's the problem? I don't. <laughs> get off my back, woman. I like that he was that blunt about it, too. He's just like, this little deaf girl has got an eye for me, and I've been chatting her up, too. Wanted to watch me? He's trying to make, I think he's trying to make Annie a little jealous. I think so. (laughs) And I think it's working, because she's like, like, we get another shot of him about to pull the ring out. He's like, puts it back. Yeah. He just doesn't know when to do it. I, I think Stuart hit the nail on the head here, though. I'm pretty sure this movie was written in that moving car. Was, that's the only way any of this shit makes sense. 
Yeah, they there there's a nice scene where Sandra is, Annie is pissed off, but she notices a nice dress, so she goes over and she's like fingering the glass in front of it, and she's like, you know, I felt a little underdressed yesterday. Maybe a new sexy outfit will make me feel a little better about this whole you were out shooting guns with a deaf girl thing. And there's a great segue because then we go to Geiger's room and he's wearing that dress. He's doing some <laughs> crazy shit. And the fucking purser like walks in. He's like, oh, excuse me. And he's like, it said, uh, do not disturb. Actually, it said, come in and clean. And uh, he's like, I guess I'm about to kill you. Yeah, he uses uh, he uses a three wood and just clubs him across the face. I thought he killed him. I thought he killed See, him. I used the poker, I think, for that shot. So might might have been a little bit better. Use it a pop. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he because he saw the first of all, let's say the computer setup. Maybe this guy's a bad, intense gamer. You know what the fuck? Jumping to conclusions. Yeah, he could have been playing like World of Tanks or something. Right. But I guess he strips a guy and takes his uniform. And I guess I guess now he's like, uh, now's my time to take over the fucking boat. So you're right. I got ahead of myself. This is where he takes the autopilot. Like autopilot takes over the ship and they cannot turn it off and it's veering four degrees off. Yeah. You mentioned it before. He's got all these little gadgets. It's pretty fucking cool. He's got all these little gadgets, things that we have nowadays and probably take for granted. He's got them all. He's got a little uh, earbud in his ear and he's listening in and he's hearing the conversation and the pilot of the ship. He's just like hearing about the four degrees off and he's like hey i got i got better things to do i'm gonna go take a shit before i put my tux on and then i gotta put my tux on and i gotta get down to this big old gala shower it's 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 a whole ordeal (laughs) it's a whole ordeal Captain, have you heard about this little dead girl in the main dining room she's uh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go say hi her dad's a dick this is the epstein they're going to epstein island is where they're going they must be god damn it oh this is the congette episode apparently that we've been uh, (laughs) years so he's like yeah i got shit to do i got a cop squat and then i gotta go hang out <laughs> I like that him. i got shit to do he's got a huge <laughs> sense of humor this captain i wish he were in the movie more so i just walk in uh on the outside of the boat yeah whatever the deck i guess you call it yeah i don't bumps know bumps in uh, a good old geiger and geiger reveals his why he's doing all of this yeah he he like hits him with the lamp and then he starts uh spilling uh all the details of his plan right he's like look I worked for Trump Cruise Liners, and then they told me I could have a pre-existing condition. And then they, when I, they found out that I, I like to get leeches to suck me off, fired me. <laughs> That's bullshit. They promised me no uh, pre-existing conditions would be acceptable. Because you got to remember, uh, Stuart, we have horrible health care in America. God awful. Spend a lot of money, and we get nothing for it. Yes. And that's who he's 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 like the Bernie Sanders. He's speaking for us right now. Yeah. Kind of like maybe this leech freak isn't so bad after all. Yeah. There's something about tying your health care to a job. And then uh, as soon as you mention your pre existing condition, they're like, wow, we're going to fire you now. So he programmed all of these boats. Right. So he came up with the whole system. That's why he's so intricately uh, uh, well knowledge on all of it. And of course, like every great villain, he's like, I told you my plan. Now I must kill you. And he just throws the captain off the edge of the boat. So, Stuart, do you want to take us to the sweet gala we got to get to? The sweet gala? Go on. Wait, what, when, he just, when he tosses the guy off over the edge. God, that's, that's a filthy film, this, isn't it, really? Yeah. So, go on, you've lost me. A bit like half the audience. 
who were watching well, Alex, when does Keanu up. come into this film <laughs> there's no Keanu he's not coming I'm sorry but there's Alex and he, he got that tux he took the hint that, that Annie was giving off at that shop and yep. got the tux but like every cool guy he's got to have the chucks on with his fucking dude he's tux. going Phil Collins at this point you know Phil Collins well, he's got the hairline of Phil Collins <laughs> going on <laughs> I love the reveal, though. Not the Keanu reveal. Sorry, everybody. No Keanu. But, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, bringing uh, Alex. She opens the door, and he goes, Susu Studio. And then I fucking love that song. I know you hate me for like, it. you got me at Susu. <laughs> so, so they're like, all right, let's let's go to this 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 uh, big gala they're having. Another one. Yep. And when we cut to, we see a little Drew, the deaf girl. She's all tarted up. She's got her fuck me pumps on it's is it's disturbing she's looking like a very toned down version of uh like cindy lopper she's got like a crazy frilly dress on and some kind of weird top and, and then she's tight got... wasp dad is probably having sex with children on his own he's like <laughs> i told you not to wear that dress without that jacket it looks you look like a whore well i mean that might be why he's so uh offensive about it because exactly. he knows projection. again it's projection Mm-hmm. Something we're all too used to. So okay, we set that up. <laughs> well, we get the we get Drew running off. She storms yes. off and she, she, into the bowels yeah, of the she boat. takes the longest elevator ride in the history of film. Oh yeah, she well, just runs to an elevator. She probably did the kid thing and hit every fucking. I, button. She had to have because it took twenty fucking minutes. Yeah, the Geiger goes to the bridge or the bridge realizes that he took control i don't know it gets confusing here his plan is very complicated okay, every 90s movie every plot had to justify the two-hour running time every plot had to be super convoluted oh, yeah. yeah i think, so I think they, they, yeah they work out that something's going wrong and then he's like ha ha it's me and then yeah. like, oh what and he's like i control everything with this nintendo power glove and you can't take it from me yeah so that he's he revealed his plan to everybody. Giuliani, Django, he's like, I don't know. Oh yeah, you know what? He's calling from his room. That's right. And he's like telling him, and uh, we don't get the full reveal yet because we go back to that stupid party so we can watch awkwardly as Alex and Annie dance. And they're and you know the, for the twelfth time he gets grabs for that ring, and then just as he's about to pull it out, boom. Huge explosion in the engine room goes off. Kills one of the propellers. And then that's when, yeah, when uh, uh, Willem is like, yeah, I'm going to start I'm gonna start blocking off. I, I, I own this fucking boat. I can shut off areas yeah. and lock people in. I- so he's talking to Giuliano, who's like, I, hey, I can't override anything. I'm not the captain. We got a guy who's just like, bud, you need to buck up because you're the captain now. Because uh, whatever captain's name is, he's about as dead as Delta Force one and, See, I, don't think, I don't i don't think because if you watch the film it looks like willem defoe throws the captain over the edge i don't think so i think the captain's like i've seen my chance i'm out of here and he jumped over the edge <laughs> i think he was just so guilt-ridden from all this apparently this pedophile fuckbone he's part he's like charge job he just killed himself he might have epstein he, himself yeah right he takes a suicide yeah yeah, I yeah. I think I he the check clear and he was like, all right, you know <laughs> what, my character. This is the first time a character, an actor, was like, my character would kill himself right here. This is when he's done. No, no, we want you to be the hero. It's like, no, I don't think that would happen. I think Mm-mm. I would jump into the water and try and find Keanu. Yep, yep. 
So uh, Geiger, he's just like, I'll keep blowing up fucking sections if you don't push the evac button. Yeah, he's calling the shots, and he's, you know, Giuliano doesn't know what to do. And finally, Mercedes or Mercy, his name was Mercy, but it's spelled M E R C E D, so it was confusing me. This guy irritated me. Yeah, he was, he was kind of Stuart, annoying. Stuart, aren't you Scottish? Am I right about that? Yes, I am. Yeah. Would do you, do you was this a was this a real Scottish accent this guy had, or was it you think it was a put on? Uh, well, if it was a put on one, and I will have a look to see if it was a put on one, it wasn't a bad put on one. So let me have a look where he's from. He was from. Oh, yeah, he's actually a genuine Scot. He's born in Glasgow, so okay. he's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're on the so topic of that. How did you feel about Scotty's accent on Star Trek? Was that trash? I just feel like <laughs> they made that connection to put him in this role. You know, they wanted to be like Star Trek. Well, he did have the kind of Scotty. He did have given him all she's got, Captain, about twelve times. In this yeah. Time. Yeah. It's like so did, did I. James Doohan do a good job, Stuart? Was he shit? Did who do a good job? Scotty from Star Trek. Uh, no, it wasn't authentic, but you know what? He's Scotty, so he's okay. Okay. That's he's all right. Because we like him. Yeah. I can, I can do it. So, he just, I guess eventually, Giuliani's like bitches out and just hits that evac button. So, the you know, it's like, abandon ship, abandon ship. There's like smoke everywhere, but our man Alex always is stew. He's like, it smells like sulfur. That's not a real fire. Real fire doesn't smell like sulfur. Because it's not grip. Those are smoke bombs. Because yeah. uh, Geiger wanted people to think the boat was on fire so they get the fuck off. Because he wants that booty located in the, the hold of the ship. Yeah. Uh, That's but his plan. I like this because this is when we get started. I like this. I hate this because this is when we get started. <laughs> and it's just like long, long, yes. drawn out, boring ass fucking scenes. Yes. Got- the lifeboat scene was incredibly boring, and it, it wasn't even exciting. It's so dark, it. you can't make out any of the quote-unquote action. Like, There was no action. It was just boring. Like, the boat, so one boat, like, I don't know, it's like one end's going down. It's like like when you get the blinds, your blinds, and you get that, like, one guy, one end goes down, long, slower than the other one, and yeah. it's a pain in the ass. That's what's happening with the boat. So the boat's, like, diagonal. And the parents are like... Where's my daughter? And then the mom, like, I, I got to get out. Like, and then the dad's like, oh, I'm sure she was found. Don't worry about her. Yeah, they, they hop on. Alex or Annie's even like, she's on a she's on a lifeboat. Just go ahead and hop on. And well, she- that's going on. Drew is actually in the world's longest fucking elevator ride. Like I said, she's yeah. been in for 10 minutes. Like you said, she probably pushed every button like a every goofy button. kid would do. Yep, cool and kid. then it gets shut off by Geiger. Yep. So she she's realizing it's getting shut off. She's sitting there. And we're we're going to wonder what's going on with her. Why does she have a whole storyline? Like it doesn't include it, – it, you know what include uh, gets brought up in one of the 18 different false finishes that come up. Yeah, I was thinking sign language would come into play later on. That was the whole point. Hello, wasn't that? I thought that was going to be a huge thing. I thought she was going to be at like the bow, 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 the bow. front of the butt, front of the butt, front of the butt. That's called that's called the bow. The stern is the butt of the ship. I thought she's going to be at like the front, and then she'd be coordinating to uh, 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 Alex, who is like controlling the boat. But hey, I don't. I, yeah, that must have been on the cutting room floor. Must have been on the cutting room floor. The rest of this film should have been on the cutting room floor. So many scenes. This scene especially should have been the cutting room. So, like you said, Griff, I just, I just wrote in my notes lifeboat hijinks because nothing happens. It sums it up. Alex jumps on a boat and then gets off. He saves Dante, the black guy. 
he says dynamite and then they they do the gang plank that and they yeah alex, alex runs off he tells ann hey go ahead without me and ann's like doing this whole oh flashbacks to speed one and keanu and how keanu was better and the bus was cooler and that whole movie was just better you know, you're pretty sad when a bus is cooler yeah it's public s- transportation is like so much cooler <laughs> Uh, so Alex like storms the bridge and he's just like, Hey, taking over this boat. What's going on with these fires? And they're like, yeah, there's fires everywhere. And he's like, like, I'm a cop. I'm an LAPD. I'm like we're in international waters, buddy. We can didn't do whatever you, we Didn't want. you see my shirt? Punisher. Blue lives matter. Come on. Come on. But, uh, yeah, we, we, he gets no confirmation. They just say, yeah, there's fires everywhere. And he's like, those aren't fires. And he runs back. Sulfur. And, Sulfur. He runs back. They do the whole gangplank thing. They get all the people off the lifeboat that was just sitting there, stocks, but they got them all. So while they're doing that, Drew, our deaf girl, she wall walks up this fucking elevator, gets through the hatch like you always have to do. And yep. every time there's an elevator in a movie, you know, somebody's going through that top hatch. So we know she's capable of handling herself here. Right. Obviously, she's escaped out of many of uh, ductworks because her dad's probably keto-ing her around. Hmm. Or locked her up somewhere. Right. That's yeah, probably away from creepy friends. And so she gets out. She opens the door, and then somebody had pointed this out. There's, I guess there's, if you know anything about boats, this movie's complete and total bullshit, according to IMDb. Like they don't get anything right about how a boat like operates or anything. So she gets in the ballast rooms, which they have. They have the water, I guess, to make the level the boat out or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about boats. But uh, they're saying there's no way like they would have an uh, uh, elevator that passengers could get on. They would yeah. get in that area. Yeah. That's how much she winds up in that area. I, so no. she's trapped in there. Our man Alex goes back to the bridge, and we find out that this the ship is headed to the to the island of St. Martin in the Bahamas. Or not the Bahamas, the Caribbean. And But it's not going for a harbor. It's going for the cliff face. Yeah. And they're like, holy shit. I like that because he finds out that there is actually a man behind this because uh, Giuliano, I believe, is who he's talking to. He says, hey, I don't know what this man's up to. He's crazy. And Alex, using his big fucking LAPD brain, he's just like, this man? And he, he Don't are, you mean person? Uh, oh. You don't, <laughs> It was very ahead of its time. It was like, you can't just assume that he's a man, right? There's 12 different genders. And like he's like, I don't have time for that. I know you're an L.A. cop, but I don't even have time for this. We're evacuating. So he's like, he's he's like, his, he's fucking got those eagle eyes, like you were saying, Seagal had in that one movie you're yeah. talking about. And he just, he's, he's like scanning the bridge. He's like, wait, that's a transmitter right there. <laughs> and he pulls it off. And then there's like a set of Benoit balls just hanging out on the like, bridge. I don't know what those are. Like, they're just, this is a kinky fucking boat. There's some yeah. strange shit. They're fucking on the bridge. And he's like, got him in his hands. And he's like, golf balls. Golf balls. It's Geiger. Like, where's Geiger's uh, his, uh, room at? When they take him to the room. Oh, wow. So we're at, okay, let's take a moment here. We're at the one hour mark. We got to be feeling pretty good like- about Three hours. We got to be feeling pretty good about this movie. I mean, we're getting into the action now. Boats going under. I mean, I, I, I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm ready. I'm ready for the last hour. How, how are you feeling about this movie, Stuart? I, I am. I am with a one hour mark. I'm like, wow, we're we're headed to the end credits. Let's just get the sucker finished in 15 minutes, and we will be done. 
and the film will be great and I can go watch that other film that involves a big boat uh, with Titanic because I'm sure that'll be quite good. Stuart is just sitting there going, why couldn't this be a canon movie? We'd only have a half hour to go. Probably like me where I accidentally bumped my mouse and realized I was only at the one hour mark because the tracker popped up. I try not to look at it and just immerse myself. No, I was, I paused it and I went outside it's with funny the how, uh, exact same thing. I'm not even joking. Like I hit the hour button. I was like, fuck, this movie's long. Yeah. Like, damn, I thought I was one hour, 58 minutes into this sucker. Yeah, so oh, there's 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 fifty false fin- false finishes in this yeah. movie. And now we got a barking dog. We got a barking dog. dog. Oh, the mailman came by. Oh, it's nice. Thanks for your, uh, that's your speed two Blu-ray just dropped through your letterbox now. The director's cut with extra scenes. What? There's a director's cut to speed oh. two. Oh no! No no I was gonna say, who's looking for that one? So you go to Geiger's room. You got to head straight to Geiger's room after you've figured out golf balls. No one else on this boat likes golf like Geiger right. likes golf. And, and technically, even he doesn't because, remember, he was not looking at that That's very true. intense golf match. So they go to the room. They find it's empty. They find the, the guy who did the cleaning lady of the fucking book. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, room tied room. up. Yeah. Got, like, a fucking... Build up his ass. Just, he's like, like, oh, you you told you not to do this shit with this fucking passengers anymore. Like, no, 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 this guy captured me. Yeah. Right. yeah. And they reveal, they see the schematics, they see the fleeches, they see the pills. Like, yeah. wow, this guy likes to party. Yeah, yeah they the pills. They see the computers open. They don't take the computers or like do anything with them. They don't try. They're just like, he was clearly working on some heavy shit here. So let's uh, let's not close that. Let's leave that running. I don't remember. Is Geiger in the room or is he uh, outside of the room? Geiger was not in the room at this but point. But he does call up that room and talks to Alex, right? Yes, he does call, uh, give him a call. And Alex, by the way, has a shotgun at this point. So we're thinking we're going to have some heavy gunfire. But Geiger has no other uh, uh, allies with him on the boat. Right. So there's no fodder to shoot. I was surprised by that. I thought it was going to be revealed Django Fett was like working with him. Or I shit. thought uh, the first uh, time he listened in, he was like talking. I know that confused me too. And he was saying the exact same things that Django yeah. said. Yeah. So that, I thought that they had confused me. I'm like, if he hypnotized him and he's making him say these things and that kind of confused me a little bit as well. <laughs> he uses ninja hypnotism powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not yeah. The th- you're looking for. That's that's <laughs> that's what you need in action movies is some fodder. There is no fodder. No, so giving no. him a shotgun makes no sense at all. Just looks badass. It that's clearly they probably were Do like they stock like shotguns on a cruise ship. Is that needed? I didn't this think so, but I, Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh yeah, that's right. I was gonna they, say they, they got it all placed. That's why I hate nineties movies because it's so much like oh they, they got to answer every question. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, remember skeet shooting? You know, like, everything's got to be to the second. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he reveals his, his woes about health care. Fucking Alex is like, well, get a fucking job with some good benefits or something. He has no fucking sympathy for our man, yeah. Geiger. So Geiger is like, blows up the room. Yeah. And they do the, they do the leap outside the door. They just avoid the fire. Meanwhile. Annie and Dante, they're looking for little Drew. Yeah, they're like they're doing a whole um, 
rescue mission now. They're not even so much. They're looking for Drew, but they're also trying. Like they're going the hallways. They're looking for other survivors on the boat that didn't make it to lifeboats and everything. And they stumble on a section that's been locked off with that fat guy that's talking about diet pills all the time. And they're like, "Get us out! We can't get out!" So this this fucking boat has everything. Andy goes to a tool. They have they have like a tool closet or whatever. Some chainsaws on there. You you might you never know when you might need a chainsaw on a, a cruise ship. <laughs> I mean, did this take you out of the movie at this point, Stuart? Chainsaws. A little bit. I was wondering where the chainsaw. How? What did he use that for? Maybe getting firewood. Shallow bodies and then throw it to the shark. This is like a fucking pedophile phone. So, yeah, it is, be, so it makes that would make sense. I, I mean, maybe really, maybe I, maybe they have like a really big fish that they need to cut up for lunch. So maybe they use the chainsaw for that. I don't know. Uh, maybe ice sculptures. I like my pedophile language. I think this is like we're hitting on a subtext that we don't. Do we know who finances? Is Epstein involved with this? Are they hidden with? We got to see what Q has to say about this. We do. I think it was Epstein, Weinstein, uh, all the Steins, all the Steins. Yeah. (laughs) So I can tell you this much. I've used a chainsaw before. Unless that's the the greatest chainsaw on the market, you can't just lightly just yank it and it starts right up. And uh, like like they keep that thing well primed. <laughs> they had to get the most premium. It's because she's got some great arm strength. Usually, I got to put my foot on it and like put it on the ground and pull it up. I, don't, I know, right? She's just like yank a little bit. Hey, that's why she's making the big bucks, I guess. Yeah, but she drove a bus in the first one. This is where you you guys were missing out when you don't see the first one. And she, the, the arm strength that she built up by turning a bus around the corner is on that, that fucking bus. So, yeah, <laughs> you're right. See, we're, we're, you're speaking out of our element here because, again, when was the last time you drove, like, rode on a bus? I, it was it was a few years ago and it was awful. Two years ago, yeah. Mine was pro- <laughs> probably. There's a reason why Americans don't ride on bus, uh, Stuart, because everyone's crazy who's on a bus here. Unfortunately. I've, I've only been on a bus a handful of times. Every time crazy shit happened, <laughs> like people were screaming at each other, it was a nightmare. <laughs> oh, so we get the Annie Chainsaw Massacre. She cuts through, releases the people. Where's fucking Drew? Well, she's in the ballast room, and our man Alex sees her on the monitors. So he's like, "I got it." Well, he tells him he's like, "Sink the ship." Yeah, and the guy's like, "Can't do that." I, I, I nah, that's a great Scottish accent. That was right that there. was good. And mm. he's like, "No, do it. I'm a cop. You have to." Do you see my? Do you see my shirt? Do like, I need to go punish like, her on you. I'm feeling very threatened by you right now. Yeah, I don't want to have to kill you. Yeah, I like that he had a little pamphlet. It wasn't. I thought he had a pocket constitution. What he had was a little pamphlet that said, "I feel threatened, and I'm standing my own ground." And that was the clue to mercy. Who actually suggested? He was like. Uh, cause Alex is yelling at him, basically telling him how to run a giant ship as if Alex knew how Mercy's just like, I mean, I, what do you want me to do to slow the boat down? Like flood the, the ballast point ballast. You know what? They, they don't really talk on. Uh, okay. We also, we also didn't mention, but when he blows up the ship, he blows up like satellites. So they cannot communicate with anybody. He blew up satellites. Yeah. That's right. He did. That's right. Uh, what, ha- what happens is. 
they dump the bot, the people, like all the passengers evacuated. Nobody knows where they are. They're just somewhere in the fucking Caribbean. Well, what are they? So they're probably all dead now. Yeah, they probably ate each other. I mean, they could probably figure out like what course the cruise was going on. No, it was four degrees off. Oh yeah, that's right. It's four degrees. (laughs) Yeah, they're fucked. Oh, no one thinks, you know, we all went into Speed 2. We're looking for Keanu the whole time. Like, where's Waldo? Everyone forgets about the lifeboat passengers. Yeah, they're fucked. <laughs> that so, would yeah, have been but, a uh, post-credit sequence, wouldn't it? Just going, uh, hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah shark friend. Oh, shit. <laughs> Instead of that happy ending with the credits rolling, we go to the lifeboat in the middle of the day. These people just All burning, dehydrated. Dehi- yeah, yeah, eating each other. Speed 3. Slow encounter, you know, slowly decaying. Oh, this is one of these films that would be ruined by cell phones nowadays, wouldn't it? I've blown up satellites, so that's all right. Uh, Dave, somebody's hijacked the ball. Can you send the police, please? Send done. I don't know if uh, cell signal would be uh, applicable out in the middle of the ocean like that. I don't know if they were far, far enough out. I don't, I don't think they'd be able to hit a tower, maybe. But I think you, they well. That's why I think you're going to see a lot, especially like thrillers and horror movies, always set in the past. Yes. because so much shit yeah. you can do with the phone now. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, so Alex's plan is we're going to flood the boat to stop it. Yeah, slow like, it down. Right, and he's like, and then just as the, the guy just all right, I'll do it. You said you're a cop, and he starts it up. Then they notice Drew on the monitors is in the ballast room. Yeah, so it's like. I can't stop it now. You know, you, you told me to yeah. fucking. You just told me to open it. Now you're telling me to shut it. And bleh. so Alex, like, all right, I'll get my shotgun and get in there. It's like he, John DeHart. Dude, he's fucking gripping this shotgun so hard. He, he wants go, to kill so badly. He wants to murder. Yeah, he gets on, again. Punisher. Uh, he gets down into the ballast and he he immediately finds Drew and. As soon as he grabs her, like a flood of water <laughs> comes rushing in. He told the deaf girl to hold on. It's like, hold on. Did he even look at her? Could she no. not read lips? No, you know? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Funny. Again, I just love that she's really into him, right? And he's playing the long con, long game here because he's like, I'll wait. Yet. He knows. I'll wait another year until she's sixteen, and then right. he's like, "What's the age of consent <laughs> in your state?" He's get. He's gonna go down to the south and uh, wed her. He's grooming, okay? Yeah, that's the, yeah, that was grooming. So, yeah, they ride like this, like, it's almost like a whitewater rafting ride through the boat. It just looked fun. It looked great. I, they I should do that on a boat. Yeah. I'd go on a cruise if you could do that. My thoughts exactly. So she's like, look, I'm going to be 14 in a couple weeks. <laughs> How about we get this started? Yeah. We're in international waters, so there's no laws. This is true. This is and, speed too. Nobody's going to see us. Nobody's going to watch us. <laughs> and then that's when he reaches for that ring again. He's like, maybe I'll marry her. Would that be illegal? <laughs> He's a, a lot of shit's going through his head. This, see, this is where this movie gets really cerebral, and I like that about it because it's <laughs> no one really cared about this in the '90s, but today in 2020, we're all thinking about grooming and all this weird shit happening, and it's right here, front and center, and speed too. But no one watched it. I got to say, I read some of the poor reviews about this movie. No one's offended by this. No one gives a shit about this. They're like, Sandra Bullock wasn't funny enough. You know what I'm going to do on our Twitter? I'm going to bring this up and see if we can get (laughs) Speed 2 canceled. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, 
especially with the QAnon people, is they're they're hijacking Save the Children movements. So you could work that right in with the Save the Children movement. So Andy and Alex finally reunite, and they're like, "We got to find this Geiger character. Gotta get him." So they find them. I guess they just stumble into them. Well, they're standing on like the staircase uh, in the main like ballroom type area, and they hear like a door close, and they're like, "That's got to be him." So Alex and Annie tried to grab him. Like, no, you got to come with me. No more of this action life. Stop being Punisher. Be a beach cop. Eat ice cream. Drink lemonade. Let's do that. Let's watch Mr. T. Let's watch TNT together. Uh, he's like, no, Annie. Pretty sure I gotta go murder this man's face. Just blow it everywhere. You gotta murder a face. One of the foes is that's a face to murder. To murder. So, so they chase them, and like I didn't believe this. There's the even the cruise ship has a room full of mirrors. Griff, there's like every you gotta have that room full of mirrors. I don't know what the purpose is, but then again, we just explained this is a weird sex boat. Yeah. So. The- it's because, if you look at the trivia, it's because the boat is owned by the same guy that ran the island in Enter the Dragon, who also yeah, had a mirrored yeah. room. So that's what that is. So it makes no sense, but like Enter the Dragon, it looks really cool. <laughs> looks cool. So we see that devilish grin everywhere from Willem Dafoe. He's shooting mirrors oh out. Oh, my God. He, he is, again, I said it was cerebral. He is all up in Alex's. He's got an empty brain. I mean, he can't process the thought correctly like me right now uh and so he's shooting at all the mirrors and then here's what i love he turns a corner and he's looking into like it's like the the party room that they were just in and dancing they have those tv screen setups where it's like 40 different tube tvs combined and they all host like one image across them and it looks awful because you have the black you know trim on everything william has taken control of that and his face is being projected. He's got the Nintendo Power Glove, the dude. Nintendo Power in. Glove. <laughs> oh. So he's projecting his face up there. He's mocking him. He's like, I saw you talking to that little girl. You're into that shit? I'm into leeches and like. He's like, I'm a freak, but that, that sickens me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. These leeches are all of a consent. <laughs> they are. Those, those leeches are at least 18 years old. Aren't they? I don't let anything suck yes. me that's at least 18 years old. <laughs> Oh my god! So he just hides behind a door. Like I guess he like uh, Alex sees him, like shoots at him. He gets out of the room, hides behind the door, locks Alex in this room. Alex, after he shot fourteen of the TVs, he doesn't just real uh, like he doesn't just get fooled once. He gets fooled nine times by the TVs. So after he shot out half the TVs, finally realizes and runs after him. And Willem was just, like, hanging out, like, hands in his pocket, just, like, right there. He could have shot him easily. Cat and mouse grip. So, yeah, Willem barely gets behind a door. Then you see him type into that power. <laughs> and the door just slams shut. I didn't know these were automatic doors either. Everything. He, he built this, remember? Yeah. He probably put some shit in that they don't even know about. So if you like seeing a uh, door get slammed in uh, uh, Alex's face, this is your movie, and this is the time to shine because he gets like nine doors slammed in his face. Nose cartilage smearing up against glass. Oh, you'll love it. So the final door, he gets trapped behind. Boy, Geiger is a little present for him. Oh, yeah. He's just about to open the door, and they notice there's like a little wire at the doorknob. Oh. Like, apparently, Geiger got away. So Annie shows up. And the room he's caught in because he's trapped between two doors at this point. He somehow, on the door he came in from behind, 
has wired up a grenade. But then the room he's in is being uh has explosions going off yeah, in it. Like engulfed in flames. And I thought there was like gas the sulfur leaking in there too. Uh, it's a lot of shit going on. Too much. Hat on a hat, as some people would say. <laughs> so Andy and Chan go. They're like, oh yeah, there's like a hairspray can here. I don't know. I'll, I gotta I gotta tease my bangs up. He's like, no. Oh, Murray, just you just did a callback to a hilarious joke earlier in the movie. Does anyone remember this joke? Stuart, do you remember this joke? No, other than the script. No. <laughs> what was the joke? So early on when she was driving and the uh the the passenger was writing up the script for this movie, she was talking about Alex. She says, My boyfriend, he's so so nice and everything, but I found a can of mace, and I thought it was hairspray, and so I sprayed mace in my own face. Uh, that's and what she still couldn't get out of this movie. That's what broke her up with he Keanu. Gave her some like some pepper spray for her birthday. her birthday. Yep. See, Murray remembers it. I just had a jaw, you know, just refresh him on it. So oh. he he talks her away into like getting, you know, you just tie off the clip, pull the pin, get it out, and get out. Yeah, they get out. And, of course, the bomb goes off right after. I, I do like Sandra holding it over, the grenade over her head, a live grenade, and she's, like, telling Dante, can you take it away from me? You die. I'm the star of the movie. Go over there and die. So <sighs> what's going on? Geiger, I guess he gets an update on the power glove. The, I guess I guess uh, Mercy, is that the guy's name? Like They're feverishly yeah. working, trying to rehack the hack. Yeah. And they obviously they must have done something. They're somehow breaking some barriers. Uh, yeah, what, like you said, Geiger gets an update, program updated. Uh, this route has been changed. Yeah, yeah. What happens is they originally they were gonna hit the cliff face, and then he's and then they change it. He's like, oh, I got one up better on you. You can hit an oil tanker, and he like re like routes the ship so it's heading toward an oil tanker. Now. I like it. And we learn that seconds later when Annie and Alex show up on the bridge, and they're like, yeah, he's taking us into a fucking oil tank. No, we gotta stop this ship, man. And uh, the guy Scotty, I'm gonna call him. He's like, "Well, yeah, we could put a steel cable in the propeller." I don't know. There, just like with the flooding, the ballast. They're just the Mercy. I thought came up with this plan again. He's like, "I mean, what are you talking about doing? Just putting a steel cable uh, into the propeller? That would completely stop it." Yeah, we just happen to have steel cable. Yeah, this is every cruise ship. We, we could throw a deaf girl into the prop. That might work. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Shit, we have a deaf girl on board. Where is she? Check quick. Check out the room. Uh, at this point, they had saved her, so she should be with her family. But mm-hmm. she hates her family, so she probably ran off again, and that's why they couldn't get her to throw her into the propeller. She might have jumped off. I she, she might said, have. Jumped I, I want to be where the captain is. Kenny, where are you? Go on, we can't do that because she'd have to sign language. It wouldn't she? I mean, she can say things. It just doesn't sound right because she can't. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So they're like, all right, we'll do that. Alex being the hero copy is he's like, I will. I'll do it. Of course I'll do it. Yeah. So they go down to like, there's this little like area, I guess, apparently for this job, like on the side of the boat. Yeah, this was convenient. And there's like a, he's got like an aqua long scuba gear. So he put that on. He's putting it on. You got Annie seeing him off and. Alex says the most romantic thing to her. Hey, he goes, he goes, eight six seven five three oh nine, and she's like, "What is that?" He's like, "That's my favorite Tommy Two Tone song." Yeah. Now you know who I am as a human being. I 
And she's just like, what? I wish you asked me to marry you right now because I'm in. I'm all on board. And he's like, sorry, babe. I got to save the ship. I got to save, save the ship. So he dives up. They tie a little string to this gigantic fucking cable. It's for some reason. I guess he got hell of a fucking like cable package on this fucking cruise ship. I mean, that their fiber optics are like six inches wide. Yeah. I it could be real. So they... According to IMDb, none of this is real. Oh, so wow. they go down there. I was actually thinking this is bullshit. Apparently, because I was like, wouldn't the suction of a propeller just pull him totally in there? Yeah. They said no. Like uh, The IMDb expert said no, because it's not going fast enough. Okay. Okay. Two things. They had already said, because somebody said, why don't we just jump into the water? And Dante said, no, you'll get pulled into the propeller. So in the this world... You will get pulled into the propeller. You got to remember, Dante's an idiot who just takes pictures on the phone. True, but they are trying to preface that you will get pulled into the propeller. Well, yeah, because I thought the captain did. Yeah, and what they do with—I uh, was about to call him Steve—is he's so forgettable. I hate this. Uh, what they do with Alex is they give him a harness as well, and they yeah. keep the harness short, and that's why he's getting pulled. Okay. But the harness is keeping him. So there's two lines okay. at work, and this is where we get a cross-up because he's feeding the wire, uh, the cable, which does get pulled into the propeller. Right. And But then his wires get crossed, his uh, pole line, and then the cable, they're going to tangle into the propeller. So now we're getting some serious tension, and it's they're getting it all worked out. But somehow, Tiger and his beautiful brain with his leeches just sucking all that copper out of his blood that horrible copper well because remember computers give up electromagnetic fields and they will kill you eventually oh so he's doing this to counteract all the programs yes. okay that yeah he sense. said that because he did he did about five expositions about his health issues. yes so he somehow realizes that they're going to stop the propeller heads down he knows where that little weird offshoot part of the boat is as well and he does his he does his best sneaking ever it's right up behind them. He notices that they're trying to use this cable, which anchored it into the ground, but he somehow just like pushes it over and it rips right out. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Just go, yes. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I remember that part. Yeah. There's nothing fairly. Yeah. All right. So the, the whole thing is if I turned around and Willem Dafoe was like looking at me, I would have a heart attack. I would have a heart attack. That crazy fucking face. So after. Jesus. Yes, I did. I real. Which works against them, kind of, but then it ends up working to his advantage. Uh, he does get right behind Sandra, and he's got a gun, so of course he's got the edge here. He throws Julian off into the ocean. Breaks his arm. Juliano, I think his name was. Oh, yeah, and he breaks his arm, and he's going to take uh, Annie hostage. Right. So uh, it doesn't work with the steel cord thing. The propeller just like spits it out or whatever. Giuliani, Giuliani. Yeah, I wish it was Giuliani. <laughs> if only, if only. And Alex are like struggling to get back up because well, before she leaves, she hits that like retractor button. Yeah, pulls Alex back up. And he grabs Giuliano with going up. So our man, this is this is where I'm like, thank God, there's only five minutes left. No, there's about a half hour left of this. It's a whole third act left. <laughs> so. Willem Geiger, he they, they apparently there's some weird like a jet ski combo, like looks like something from Transformers or something. It turns into a robot, I think. It's crazy. 
and he gets puts her on one of those. Apparently, so it's like two jet skis combined as a boat. Yeah. And you can like unlock the jet skis. Apparently, Michael Bay was doing some scenes for this movie because this was a Michael Bay contraption. <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> yeah. They take off. There's another like a little like garage door in the stern that they just open up and just shoot out. And they do that. And Alex just misses her. Yeah. It takes time to change a shirt, by the way. <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, well, what's this? This is the next thing we can do to stop this boat. Well, we could. Well, we don't. Okay, while this is going on, they're, the, the guys on the bridge are seeing the oil tanker. Now. Yeah. They already they have a countdown, too. Of course, you gotta have a count. Yeah, and he's got to synchronize them watches, and, and we got the fucking knots. How many knots are yeah. going? I love that. That was like the scoreboard in a basketball game or something. You just keep flashing to that. Oh, so like, well, why don't we just turn like the rudder? I get was it the rudder? They're just gonna turn the rudder and move the fucking boat. Yes, they were gonna manually turn starboard. Did you know? And of course, they can't communicate with the oil tanker, and they can't go back or forth because they don't have a, a yeah. radio. I love how the oil tanker, like the last minute, is like maybe we should move this tanker. They're like, it's like a <laughs> half an hour, and I understand it takes a long time to move like an oil tanker, but they have a half an hour to do it, and they're just like, "We're gonna play chicken." I, I'm not gonna bitch out. <laughs> um, maybe we should all be questioning why an oil tanker is hanging outside of like a. Little Caribbean. You gotta drop village. off the gas, dude. There's not a back end, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you, you'll notice later when they do. Spoiler alert: they actually move the boat, so it just scrapes the side of the tanker. The island disappears. Like it's like it was. It was right behind the oil tanker, yeah. and then they're in open sea again. Yeah. I mean, are, are, we're all ready to climax here, right? Because we're about to hit that. Well, three different climaxes. Yeah. Well, they, they, they've they tried like 10 different things to stop the boat. The next one's how about just weighing anchor? Do they do that? Well, they they were worried because they were going so fast. Right. Got to be careful when you're going too fast because the five people that are left on the boat could be harmed. So they scrape right by the fucking uh, oil tankers. And now they're hitting, they're going right into the harbor. Yeah. And we see all these fucking orders for Trump like out there, you know, and they're just having a good old time. And they apparently aren't freaked out the fact that there's a fucking cruise liner heading straight for them. No, they're they're on their own booze cruise, so yeah. they're like, "Hey, brother, we're on Margarita time," you know. <laughs> and, yeah, Jimmy Puffett's there. It's a good old time. Oh and my god! So we're we're in the this, home this stretch. This is supposed to be the climax, and listen to how unenthused. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we'd run out of gas on this fucking movie. Yeah, we did. This movie run out of gas. Didn't it? If only the boat had run out of gas, we wouldn't be doing talking about this. Why, why, why didn't they just do that? Just sort of knock a hole in the petrol tank and let it drain into the sea and kill all the fish oh. or whatever. The well, they were gonna. Well, they already polluted the sea when the oil tanker blows up. Exactly. But, so uh, you might as well. Yeah. Why not? No. Well, they actually in the IMDb, someone said like there is no. Uh, like cruise ship or any kind of ship that size, it doesn't have like a manual thing where you can shut off the fuel. So none of this shit would ever fucking happen. But hey, 1998, maybe things were different back then. <laughs> but do they count? Do they take into the fact that Willem Dafoe's on there with leeches? No, that was the, it, yeah. the thing they did not plan for: leeches. Not only leeches, Stuart, but a power glove. I mean, you can't beat that. No. no. So. You you still off, Griff? 
Yeah, go Still ahead. can't hear him. All right, so it's you and me in the home stretch until he can get back on. So, <laughs> um, so the anchors, they don't work. Can't do anything. The, run, the only thing that's helping is they're hitting boats, and that's slowing them down. So they're murdering people. And then they're like, fuck it. I guess we're just going to crash into the fucking uh, dock of the bay here. Because Griff, that shit happens on the wars. We've said that every fucking episode. <laughs> even, and this is the ultimate bad e- shit Even happens. party wars, everything's going to go bad. So this is where $25 million of the budget went into. They created this little, like, town on the edge of this island. And the real-life boat. Well, not a real life boat. I think it was just like a front of a boat. It was, yeah. Goes I saw a through it. Did you notice it took ten fucking minutes for them to go fifty feet? It was like the longest fucking ending. To be fair, though, it took two hours to go absolutely nowhere. Did speed too? So you're not fucking kidding, man. <laughs> So we get this long drawn out. It's like slow. We get the the spit takes from people, like you know. I mean, it's so long and drawn out. I think what happened with my audio, to Stuart, was my computer went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> just like when I was watching this movie, just kind of passed out. Oh, I just, I hate this. Why are we calling? Okay, the death count in this movie currently, what's it at? Two or something like that. I don't know. Uh, Is just it up, yeah, just up three? <laughs> well. <laughs> We we assume that the captain's dead. We, we know the captain commits suicide. We figure that out as we always do. We're solving all these cases on Golden Globus Theater podcast. Right. So captain killed himself. He he Epstein. Uh, and then we had the steward, the stewardess, the uh, the the hotel, he didn't get the purser, I the think room cleaner. Called. He didn't get killed. He didn't get killed. So yeah. we're at one, and that was a suicide. Well, that's the thing. You can kind of sympathize with Geiger because he just wants his health care. It's all he wants. Yes. Yeah, nowadays. <sighs> Maybe back then I would have been like, "Yeah, he's so evil." I mean, I thought Bolo was evil. Now when I'm watching, yeah. I'm then like, when you got you grew out of your parents' health care, you're like, "Shit, I don't have health care now." Yeah, you realize life really hits you hard. Life really does. I don't have health care right now, so it's also like Ed, Ed Harris in The Rock. You go, "Wow, he's a bad guy." No, he's not. He wants he wants compensation for his soldiers that died and were not given proper funerals. Oh, really? That's something we just had to fight for for our 9-11 victims. And somehow, even though half of our Congress is just like, we got to do more for veterans, it was like, all right, here's the chance. And they were like, no, we're not going to help them. Yeah, we uh, have that in the UK. Where it's like, we need to help the doctors and the nurses because they've been amazing and help us. And right now, everybody go out and have a barbecue and hug each other. You're like, maybe helping the doctors and nurses by not going in there with COVID might be a nice way. <laughs> That's a, a practice we call thoughts and prayers around these parts. You have another shooting. Don't talk about what could help it, any of the symptoms surrounding it. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers and just condemn it. If you just go, yeah. that was bad, then it's fine. You know, problem solved, isn't it? That's how we're solving COVID here. We just, sneeze in each other's faces, and then we say we're solving COVID. Our, our, our plan for COVID is cross your fingers, hope nothing goes wrong. Yes. Hold your breath for 10 seconds if you can do it. You don't have COVID. Hey, I take my shot of bleach every morning, and I feel great. Yeah. So get with the program, people. So. Oh, God. We got to go back to the. We got to wrap it up. We get the long, interminable five hours. They go 50 feet through the town. They stop. Hit the bell. 
little crescendo. We get a little like uh, gag where the the car is about to get hit, like the Mercedes or something's about to get hit, and it doesn't. But then the anchor falls on, oh, and it almost crushes the duck, but it doesn't crush. Nice Seven uh, Eleven ad in there, yeah. So, so we're like, thank God this movie's fucking over. No, it's not. God. We have to go to fucking <laughs> Willem, Geiger, and Annie. He still has the shotgun. He's not shooting anybody. Put the shotgun down. It looks down. cool, dude. Come on. It looks awful. He never he shoots Skeet with it early on, and it never comes back again. Fuck off with the shotgun. Fuck off with this movie. Fuck off with the zero death count. Well, come on. Let's. We're in the home stretch. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. This. Okay. So there's, there's one person out there that wants to, <laughs> the one the one person besides yeah. you've never seen this movie wants to hear how it ends. Oh. So uh, Andy's like, hey, there's a button here. I can just release my my ski do that I'm on, and I don't have to deal with this asshole anymore. So she yeah. grabs the jewels, yoink, throws them in the fucking ocean, and then just lets herself go. And we're like, yay, she's just gonna go to land, and then we're done. Movie over with. No, because. Uh, Willem Dafoe gets her again and grabs her. It's so, it's so it's just silly. Like, Come on, people. It's so boring. It's so silly. Speaking of boring, our hero Alex meets up with this another sassy black guy who happens to be there. Yeah, and he's got a boat. Apparently, cost one hundred fifty grand. It looked like shit. I don't know where's the money, but it's got it's all in the motor apparently because they go chasing off. And thankfully, uh, fucking. Annie gets a fucking flare gun. Yeah. Shoots it off. Apparently, Alex is like, of course, that's Annie. That's her thing. Flares. Flare. Follow that flare. So they follow it. You see that while well, that's going on, Annie and Geiger are on the line of those seaplanes. Yeah. He's got everything planned out. He's got the seaplane set up, everything. They get in. I, I think this is when he when she throws out the jewels when they get in the plane. Because, yeah. And then they take off. And he's like, oh, you lady. Yeah, they, it's a, obviously a boat plane or whatever those are yes. called. And so it's skipping across the water, and Alex is charging forward. You have all guys have fun banter. Can you tell how fun this scene is by how enthused I am? <laughs> and then apparently the black guy has a harpoon slash uh, fishing rod. I mean, this he saw Jaws, clearly. So he's like, I need to have a Jaws-ready harpoon on, right. on board. Well, he also went to Alex Smile, you son of a bitch. Yeah, and then, but he's he's also from the first movie as well. Just as a nod yeah. back to that. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, Good. he is. Uh, he's he, in the first film. He's driving along in his nice posh car, and it gets sort of hit by the bus. So he's like, oh. "Hey, what are you doing? You've ruined my new car." So hence, when they bring it back in this one, it's like, "Hey, my boat and my jet ski and all that sort of stuff." I I want to believe it was a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car as well. Probably like oh, That's synergy right there. I I would I would have liked a not again. Yeah, you know, as a mm. person who hasn't seen, I'm surprised. Since Usually, 12. they do spoon feed an audience. So. Yeah, so they're trying to teach us like an I was, like, or he could say like, "You look like somebody I know," or some shit. Yeah, where's Keanu? <laughs> where's the other guy? <laughs> I like the other guy better. <laughs> yeah. So he shoots the harpoon. It hits the little pontoon on the bottom of the ship. He like reels himself in. Yeah, gets up, just simply punches Willem in the face, grabs Annie, oh, dives God. off. Oh, oh, the climax! This is the last climax here. Yes, the the fifth and last climax. And all it That's is is the girl said. 
<laughs> All it is, hey, is, is the softest punch in the face. Yeah. Well, well, of the foe. It's a fragile face. Still. All teeth. <laughs> so, so he's like distracted. He looks, he sees he's going right for that ocean liner. So he pulls up on the yoke. Isn't that what it's called, Griff? Yeah. And he's like, I did it. I got past it. And then there's like a fucking tower, inexplicable tower that's on this fucking thing. And he hits that. So he's stuck on this tower on this oil tanker. Oh, boy. And he's like, well, I survived at least. And then they see the gasoline is dripping down. And then wouldn't you know it? It's an oil tanker slash sparks factory. Yeah. So there's all these sparks going off. Ignites the gas. He blows up. They blow up this oil tanker. Oh, that's where all the innocent people died. Yeah. Wow, I, I, and that was just for a gag. Shit, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the death count goes from half because suicide. So I give him half credit for his own death to like five thousand. Yeah, but they're working for the evil oil industry, and we learn anything from on deadly ground. They're scumbags, and they deserve to die. I agree with this wholeheartedly. Actually, in fact, you know what would have made this movie better if we had the end. We had that ten minute scene of. Steven Seagal telling us about the environment. Yes. It could have ended it. <laughs> it could. It, when was the last time you saw that one, uh, Stuart? On Deadly, on, on Deadly Ground? Uh, 1995, was it? I think when it came out, I have literally just watched that film once when it came out. Because it was... Oh. I mean, you go back and look at the, the making of that film. It was a case of, this is the sort of film it's going to be. And then the studio like, no, you've got to fight people. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to do a proper film about an, an environment's terrible. No, put fighting in it. So the studio kind of killed that movie to death. So. Oh, okay. Well, seriously though, would you want to watch a Steven Seagal movie just about protecting the environment? I mean, no. probably a smart move. Yeah. I mean, it worked out. He got his ten-minute speech at the end of it. And... Well, that was the point. I think we, I think we learned that that was supposed to be like in the middle of the movie, and they were like, "Yeah, no. we'll put it at the end. We'll let the credits roll after so the people credits." Can leave. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh speech. my god, Griff, we're not even done yet. So <laughs> we're nearly done. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the black guy finds the jewels. He goes, "International waters. I own this now." Apparently, that's how it works. He can just, you know, take stolen goods. It's his now. I blacked out as soon as the tanker exploded. So this is news to me. And then, well, mm-hmm. I'm glad I could I could tell you that. Now I'm going to let Stuart Stuart tell us what finally happens at the very end of this movie. We all jump off a cliff. So we have got. He takes the ring out. It's romantic. He takes a little ring out of his little red pouch, and I like to think that they're going to run. Do you think that if there was going to be a speed three, that he'd be in it, or do you think she would have got? She would be like, "Hmm, I didn't like Alex. I'm now going out with Christian Slater." Oh, from uh, what I heard, possibly. yeah, he hated this movie, and I don't think he would have came back. So no. I, even, I, even for I the story, seven months not long enough to get married. Now. They haven't even lived together. They're going to move in. She's going to find all the fucking Punisher shirts and everything. And he, well, we already know he's a pedo. He's mm-hmm. been grooming a deaf girl. So he's going to run out on her for the deaf girl. She will find oh. out that is a whole different movie. But the best bit of the movie and the best climax is directed and produced by Jan de Bont. Credit coming up because then the whole cinema audience is like, I made it. I feel like I've just been on a hijacked cruise liner. Get me out of there. <laughs> You're right. I mean, he really put us into the, the mindset of somebody that's on a cruise liner. 
you know, it's two hours of torture, hell. You don't know if you're going to make it to the end in one piece. The, your, any oh. relationships that you've got are just in tatters by the end of the credits. So it is it is a lot smarter than people give it credit for, I think. He took yeah. us on a ride. Yeah. You've certainly changed the way I think about it. And uh, yeah. I'll jot that down for the, you know, in 30 years when I go through our uh, old episodes. I'm like, I'll watch each movie along with it. I'll think yeah. about that when I watch Speed 2 again. This is not an action film. This is a brilliant character drama that takes us on a ride <laughs> unwillingly. It's a morality play. It questions what is the age of consent? You know, <laughs> what is the age of consent? Dude. Should we tie healthcare to jobs? Should we allow people to be fired? Right. We're not giving this enough credit. This yeah, is actually what a lot is, of what is sign language for no means no. I think that's a very yeah. important thing to look at. <laughs> yeah. Is signing no the same as saying no? Like, there's a lot of oh interesting things getting oh into it. Provokes the debate. It really does provoke whatever you want on international waters. Can you? Yeah. Anything goes. We also learn. Let me just take that deaf girl back into international waters if that rule applies. <laughs> so we learned this is why you don't make movies about giant boats. Did this? Did this? Did Titanic come out the same year this came out? Titanic came out about six months after this. Yeah, so oh. this was the year of giant boats. I like that yeah. Speed 2 got in there before Titanic because everyone probably knew about well, Titanic. Titanic took like five years to make or something. Okay, so everybody knew about Titanic yeah. and they were like getting pumped for it. And Speed 2, the, the writers and director and producer and everything, they were probably like, oh, fuck, we got to make sure to get this out before Speed 2. We don't want people to think we're rushing it. We're fucking rushing it, and that's why we're not going to kill anybody until the last. That was the only time they were rushing. Oh, they were yep. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. What? You know what? Next time we have you on, Stuart, we need to do an entertaining movie. Yeah, because you've that, been doing too yeah, many. You're, really, you're, you're like plowing the fields with us out here, <laughs> like doing all the hard work in the hot, humid sun. Jesus. <laughs> I cannot stress. Do go back and watch Speed. It is nowhere near. As dreadful as Speed 2. It really isn't. Yeah. Uh, I'll look into that. So, uh, first of all, thank you for coming on, Stuart. Oh, Long yeah. time thank coming. You. It's been almost a year. It's great to have you back. Got to do this more often. And then we've got our tippy top episode after this, haven't we? Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck it. We're going to do it. You know what? You're right. We're doing a tippy tap episode. Yeah, we're not going to stop this cruise liner. And something tells me we're going to be far more excited to do that than this. Yes, I think we're going to get our second wind, and we're going to kill it. (laughs) I like that. That's kind of a boat ride. I think we are. I think we'll have a few minutes break. We'll go and have a cup of tea or coffee or whatever. We'll come back, and we will be so positive and full of energy, and it'll like we've just be like these shows have done totally, totally. We'll get get people to check out some really good movies. Yeah, not. Not speed. Too. See, I got a bathtub full of leeches, so me and Marie are going to take turns because I only have one bathtub, and I'm sure your bathtub's full of leeches and water right now. So we'll go five minute dunk, have our tea along I with. I hear our leeches dunk. is great for COVID. It just sucks the COVID out. It just sucks the COVID right out. Depends where you put it, but yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> so there, this is we just we're starting grad Griff. This is the, the shittiest movie of well, I don't know how to describe it. Every movie we're doing is shitty this yeah, month. I, but I, this is the boringest shitty movie. Yeah. We're getting we're gonna go we're gonna go higher. This is just the beginning because next week 
We're going to talk about a movie. It's the first movie, huge success, very popular. One of my favorite movies. Hero of Detroit is the star of this movie. Mm-hmm. On top of that, Griff, you get Frank Miller right a, hot off the heels of The Dark Knight Returns. He was the hottest guy in comic books at yeah. the time. He's writing the movie. So you're like, this is going to be an amazing fucking It's got to be good. It's got to be good. We're talking about RoboCop 2. <laughs> and uh, no, uh. It's, it's some people <laughs> call it the Speed 2 of the RoboCop. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, no, that's actually RoboCop 3 is the Speed 2. I don't know what RoboCop 2 is. It's certainly not the Speed 1 of the RoboCop franchise, that's for sure. <laughs> so RoboCop 2 will be next week. Uh, pray for us. And Definitely. Keep- you, have, you have my thoughts and prayers on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keep it warm, y'all.